Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 265 featuring morethandancers.com, How to Become a Better Dancer, Part 3. It's April 22nd, 2021, and we have a Teacher Tip Thursday here for you at Dance Tips Daily. Welcome back, friends. If you're joining us for the first time today and haven't listened to the past two days episode, I recommend you check them out as it's a continuation from an awesome blog for More Than Dancers written by Mr. Richard Smith. If you don't have the time and only have a short and sweet minute, no worries. Today's tips are perfect for you, especially if your students are struggling with performance. Today can give you some ideas for how to get them in the right mindset. And if maybe you're not a teacher for our Teacher Tip Thursday today, you can take the tips for yourself. That said, let's dance on into our blog written by Mr. Richard Smith from morethandancers.com. Part three, become an exquisite performer. This is the third part of a four-part series on how to become a better dancer. Previously, the topics become a better technician and become a better learner have laid the groundwork for the first half of how to become a better dancer. Adding to the list is becoming so good, you cannot be overlooked. Becoming a better dancer means becoming a better performer. Performing possesses the magnificent power of dance. It is what drives us to blossom in front of an audience. Using the body to express feelings, moods, and set tone on stage are the characteristics of an exquisite performer. Allowing expression to morph into its fullest potential is the hidden treasure held by every dancer. There are several practical ways to improve performance quality. Be present. Having your mind and body completely undistracted while taking a class is obvious but has become routine. Giving your mind and body what is needed to concentrate on is the solution. Eliminate distractions. The brain cannot successfully fulfill two cognitive functions at the same time. It can focus on one piece of information or the other, but not both at the same time. Knowing this, dancers and teachers need to tolerate limited distractions in class and rehearsal. Clear objectives for time in class is a way for everyone to feel accomplished. A clear focus will allow the teachers to communicate and the dancers to reciprocate effectively and save time in the learning process. This clarity will open up many more opportunities for dancers to excel. Being prepared to accomplish the objectives for the class will take some pre-work by the teacher and the student, and the benefit will shine through at the performance time. It will be easier to pick up the choreography, and the dancers will pick up choreography faster. More importantly, it will give the dancer more time to put your own style in the choreography. When observing a dancer's level of performance does not match the level of expectation, evaluate the dancer's learning process and use more clarity in class to get a better result. Be aware. Being present means the dancer has a sense of awareness. The idea of awareness is usually emphasized in meditation and yoga, but the principle is universal when moving the body through space. 
physical awareness of the dancer in space and the relationship of the dancer to other dancers in space is crucial. The mental awareness is where some dancers fall short when attempting to hone performance skills. To improve mental awareness for the sake of becoming a better performer, dancers can make a note of sensations that are felt while doing choreography. How do body parts feel when moving quickly or slowly, as well as how the weight of the body feels on against the floor when shifting weight, are two ways to become more mentally aware and give more foundation for communicating a feeling. Using all of the senses is vital to becoming a first place performer. These can be simple cues given by the teacher while the choreography is being taught. If only steps are given without a base or meaning to stand on, trying to add them later will be more of a challenge. Teachers may have to spend a little more time on the front end of choreographing, but it will pay off when it comes time to show the work to an audience. Be focused. When focusing on clear direction in class and rehearsal, consider the genre. There are some forms of dance that innately make them easier to perform than others. Jazz dance, musical theater, and hip-hop are all allowed for the dancer's personality to come right away from the beginning of class. The tone and mood of the music give the class an upbeat canvas to try. Jazz music and jazz dance have the most room for individuality and personal expression through the given steps. If the music has words, hip-hop and lyrical dance also give the dancers an opportunity for expression of the words that make up the lyrics to the song. Being in tune with the meaning of the lyrics will give dancers a solid foundation for how to express movement. Think of literary analysis when listening to the lyrics of a song. Remember the songwriter and the vocalist are artists themselves. The meaning of a song or the lyrics of the song in its entirety has to be considered when performing, not select verses. It is easy to encourage younger dancers to embody simple lyrics on stage. This innocent search for different ways to communicate on stage is vital for a well-rounded performer. The ages of 6 to 10 years old are the best ages for dancers to delve into better performing skills. Starting, younger dancers with lively musical theater dances is excellent. Musical theater dance has a few parameters because the music is used to help tell story of the musical and freedom is not as broad and interpretive. Adding lyrical to the list of styles of jazz would be an advancement to a dancer's arsenal. The movement quality in lyrical really feeds from the dancer's technique. Weak technique showcases a dancer's shortcoming and steals the desired impact. Be mature. Maturity in dance is similar to maturity in nature. Both take time, experience, growth, and development, but unlike natural, maturity in dance is not linked to age. Like the wide variety of sizes and body shapes in the world, a four-year-old in America is not the same as a four-year-old in another country. Teachers educating students and parents on this process can prevent confusion and frustration along the dancer's journey. Performing skills take practice the same as technical skills. As dancers develop their maturing with time and various experiences, the eloquent performer evolves. Mature dancers have a well-founded understanding of their senses and how these senses affect the brain. It takes a keen ear to listen to the words and a mature understanding of what the songwriter is trying to communicate to show a connection with the music. In addition, it takes a keen eye to pick up details in the choreography while it is being taught. Efficient learning is a true demonstration of a mature dancer. The practice of these skills is only sharpened by doing them. There is no shortcut to being a great performer. It is only developed over time with proper repetition. Be confident. 
Through the consistent practice of being present, being aware, being focused, and being mature, a dancer's confidence grows. Confidence is the supreme badge of honor in performance. Confidence on stage, confidence in class, and confidence in rehearsal are never overrated. Knowing what you know opens a wide opportunity to explore various ways to communicate with you know. The faster the dancer is comfortable with the steps, the faster the steps will look more natural on their bodies. The faster the steps look more natural, the easier they are to recall. The easier they are to recall, the less stressful the choreography becomes. Once the choreography is not stressful for the brain to remember, the door is open for personality to come through. This is where the rubber meets the road in dance. This is where performance quality and technical ability have to become equals. Technique is the foundation on which performance quality is built. Akin to the foundation of a house, the walls depend on the foundation for support to stand. If the foundation of a house is weak, the walls will eventually fall. And the same strong technique is the foundation that supports strong performance quality. Be resourceful. A dancer is in class many more times than he or she may be on stage, so waiting until stage to work on performance skills does not set the dancer on a path for improved performance quality. Class is when to do it. Dancers are in class 30 to 36 weeks out of a year and in classes more than three times a week. With a simple application of the performance building skills, a dancer has almost 100 times to improve his or her performance. This gives the dancer control over the speed of developing better performance quality. Teachers would rather reel a dancer in for performing too much, too big, than to work to pull out the smallest smile. Take the chance. Fellow dancers know how it feels to see confidence performing. Even non-dancers can tell when a dancer is into it on stage. With consistent practice, all the performing skills can grow and improve. And that wraps up the three-part series from Mr. Richard Smith of morethandancers.com on how to become a better dancer. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did over these past three days. Today, my challenge for you is to make a lesson plan for your students that solely focuses on performance ability. So if we do have beginners thinking of how we can make the movements simple so they truly can focus on bringing simple movements to life with characterization from their face rather than racking their heads on remembering how to move their bodies throughout space. Or if you're not a teacher and you just enjoy dancing, why not take this exercise to your own dance classes? Think of the movement that the choreographer has given you and think of three different prompts that you can give to yourself for each time you perform it. Maybe the first time you're pretending to be one of your favorite artists like Frida Kylo, who's complex. And the second time you do it, you're pretending as if you're a cheerleader from Bring It On. And maybe the third time you do it's a wild card. You see what emotions and what energy comes out from just trying it as is. That said, that's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoy. Happy lesson planning and as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.